0: It's almost Christmas vacation for our college students.
1: How do you survive being reunited for a few weeks or a few days here with these uh, creatures that you sent off to college? Well, hello, everybody. I'm Hal.
0: And I'm Melanie.
1: And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical.
0: This is practical.
1: This is really practical. It is okay.
0: almost holiday vacation. It's almost Christmas vacation for our college students.
1: Well, we, we just had Thanksgiving. And so maybe yes. you experienced some stress with your college students came home for Thanksgiving.
0: So many times people will say to me, I don't understand. I was so excited for my kids to come home and they are just awful. They're lazy, sassy boogers and I I, I don't even like them. And you know, I've felt that way myself sometimes. Let,
1: okay, so let's talk about how do you survive the holidays? How do you survive being reunited for a few weeks or a few days here with these uh, creatures that you sent off to college <laughs> and suddenly you're not, you know, they're not quite the person you sent away. Well, all right. Mm, let's let's what start What we have
0: with, here is a mismatch of perspectives.
1: Well, okay, let, let's let's be honest and upfront about this. Okay. You know what? This is a time of transition. Okay. It really is. This is a time when this young person is no longer a dependent teenager. Mm -hmm. They are going to be an independent adult. And right now they're sort of in an intermediate stage where, you know, from day to day on a day to day basis, they are kind of acting as an independent adult. Well, they don't have
0: to ask anybody's permission when they go to sleep at night, when they get up in the morning,
1: when they, they
0: go to lunch or dinner, or even if they eat lunch or dinner,
1: they, they, I mean, the only person they really need to worry about is their roommate, and their the roommate's just as random and self focused as they are. Yeah, so.
0: their professor. And so, yeah. and also, they've been going through one of the hardest times of their whole year finals week.
1: Especially if you're looking at, if Right, Christmas break, Christmas break, or if you're looking at the end of the spring semester, yeah, they've just had a really bad couple of weeks with finals and all the rest and maybe moving out of the dormitories or whatever. So you gotta kind of recognize they're they're bringing a load of stuff in with them, and we're not talking about the dirty laundry.
0: Well, lots of times they get home and they are utterly exhausted. yeah, and so they want to sleep till one in the afternoon. And they're, they're exhausted and they, they're not used to contributing or being part of the family. Sometimes mm-hmm. they get irritable at the noise their younger siblings make. It, they, it
1: was really funny. You know, we had eight kids and it was funny when the, you know, our oldest few, when they would come home from college and it was like, they forgot what it was like living in a house with six or seven siblings, yes. you know, that, that sometimes they, yeah, sometimes it was a little overwhelming to them. They they were having trouble readjusting. Well, okay, so you know, understanding kind of the context where they're coming out of, um, when they come home, you know, it's it's good to give them some grace to say. Okay, for the first few days, they just need to unwind. They need to relax. They need to get their energy back.
0: Which is hard, how? Mm-hmm. Because from our perspective, we're like, yay, I'm so glad they're home and our family's going to be whole again. And, and uh-huh. yeah, they walk in and, and we think of them like it was right before they left. When they right. were a part of the tribe mm-hmm. and they had chores to do and they did what you told them. And they conform to the family rules and everything. Mm-hmm. And it can be really, really frustrating. A lot of times they bring home all this laundry and maybe some attitude.
1: And <laughs> well, and, and you know, I don't mind if they bring the laundry because I mean, let's let's be honest, it's a whole lot easier to bring it in and do it in the laundry room at home than to sit around in the laundry you room feed
0: quarters in, into the machine.
1: Feeding the quarters into the dumb machines, you know, that that's I, I get that. That's okay. But we need to, you know, recognize where they're coming from. And you made you you said a word there, which is really important, expectations. Yes. Because we might have the expectation that they're just gonna slot right back into their old position, their old responsibilities, their old relationships without any transition. And they may have the expectation.
0: I'm on vacation. I can stop. (gasps) Finally, I I don't have to get up at eight for an eight o'clock class.
1: uh, No (sighs) more adulting. I can just be a kid, you know, and they don't, and they don't remember what it was like when they were 17 or 18 and they were doing lots of stuff around the house and, and all the rest of that, you know, it's, it's like they regressed. And, you know, one of the ways that you deal with expectations is to be upfront and maybe to talk about it beforehand it doesn't have to be a oh, we have to talk you know have a serious kind of thing that way but just to say hey you know what you're going to be coming home in a few days I need you to kind of be thinking you're, Remember, you're transitioning your
0: younger siblings going to be super excited to see you, and they're going to climb all over you mm-hmm. and talk you to death and you need to be patient with them because mm-hmm. one day they're going to be growing up so you're going to want to have a relationship with
1: and you know what let's be honest as a guy working all day long in an office away from home I used to have to take my time in the commute coming home to kind of put on my family face to get my brain back into, I'm leaving the office at the office and I'm coming home. And when I come in the door, the kids will be excited. The dog's going to be excited. The wife's going to be exhausted. And I need to be on my family game and not dragging and saying, man, I had a terrible day. Even if I did. You know, and they need to kind of practice that, too, to say, okay, I've got an hour. I've got three hours. I got eight hours, hours, whatever, to drive home from college. And I need to kind of change my focus a little bit to think I'm no longer in the dormitory. I'm no longer in the frat house. I'm no longer doing my own thing every moment. I've got to, you know, get back into the relationship that I left at home. So it's something we need to talk about before the day when they walk in the door
0: and we need to give them grace and recognize that they're tired and they're relaxed. And, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know how sometimes you can hold it together when you're around strangers and then you get home and you kind of let it all hang out. Our kids are like that too. They are finally among people that love them. You know, at Thanksgiving, I got kind of annoyed with some of our kids because they Uh were so silly. Well, and I'm talking adult kids. They were so silly while I was trying to talk at, at the Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And one of them turned to me and said, "I'm sorry, Mom. It's just that at college, I have to watch every single thing I say. I've got to be on my guard all the time." He goes to a very liberal college mm-hmm. where you get in big trouble for just people misinterpreting what you say. Right. And he said, "It's such a relief to be home with all y'all. I just I, I can hardly keep it down."
1: and even if they're exasperating sometimes you kind of have to agree with that i can recognize that the feeling because honestly we've tried to cultivate that in our home to say this is your safe harbor you know that the world is going to be full of conflict and you're going to have disagreements you're going to have troubles out there but we want you when you come through those doors to feel like i am among people who love me and i can be at peace and i can be relaxed you know one of the things one of our guys said when he went back to college he said his uh his girlfriend said you know you're always it's always so good when you've been home and he's like it's what like, does that mean it's like like you like me being away he said no but it's when you've been home with your family you come back you are more like who you really are
0: you're the best version of yourself the
1: best version of yourself because you've been back at home than when you come back to college there and i thought that is quite a testimony of he what we've tried that girl to- by the way Yeah. Oh, good. But, you know, that's quite a testimony of the the home environment we've created. Recognizing, though, that it does have that trade-off. It can be
0: frustrating. It can be
1: frustrating. And and
0: more so Mm -hmm. as you have more adult kids Mm -hmm. because... If you have seven kids at home and one kid's away from college, mm-hmm. when he comes home, if he doesn't pitch in, it's not that, it's not that big a change. Right. But when you have six kids out in the world and you have two kids at home, and maybe those two kids have chronic illness, mm-hmm. then those eight kids coming in can feel like the Mongol hordes. And mm-hmm. if they don't help you get, you drown really quick. And so like <sighs> I was thinking about this day, I thought, you know, when everybody gets home, going to give them a couple of days. And we're going to sit down and say, okay, guys, you're going to be here a month. Let's work on a plan for you.
1: From Affirm Films, the studio that brought you miracles from heaven, comes 5,000 blankets. A woman and her young son, Philip, set out to find his missing father on the streets, sparking a movement that inspires a city. There are- and homeless souls in this city alone so it is philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture inspired by a true story Five thousand blankets See in theaters for tonight only december 12th and 13th rated pg-13 may inappropriate for children under 13. more information is available at 5000blanketsmovie.com and you know one of the things you need to kind of coach them on a little bit is to say you, we recognize that you are not the dependent teenager anymore. You are one of the young adults and, but you're still part of the family. Now, how, how are you expected to behave when you're on like a choir tour and you're staying yes. in somebody's home? Or if you are, you know, in any in, in kind of any kind of relationship, any sort of home environment that you're involved in as a as an independent adult up there in college. Are
0: you going to expect them to to serve you and then go wash the 120 plates by themselves? No, you're going to say, "Hey, can we help?"
1: Mm-hmm. Right. You you know you're going to think I need to pitch in here. I need to be part of the the team. I need to help pull the wagon. You know, and recognizing again. What you do over Thanksgiving, they're only going to be home three, four days. You just kind of.
0: Although, you know, one challenge about Thanksgiving and about spring break is sometimes yes. they have assignments they have to do. And that can be super frustrating. I wish professors wouldn't do that mm-hmm. because they're frustrated because it can't get quiet. And I've got to write this essay. It's due on Monday when I get back.
1: You know what? It, that That's a great time to say, hey, we love you and we recognize that you have this work you can't avoid maybe you would do better. It would be easier to concentrate if you went down to the library or down to the coffee Coffee shop shop, and and work there. I mean, people do it all the time. That would be a great alternative rather than getting furious with your younger siblings. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And
0: and we also need to coach them though. The younger siblings are desperate to see them Mm -hmm. and it, it may not be a big deal to you, whether you get to play pandemic or um, Civitas or whatever you're going to play. Mm -hmm. But, playing that game or doing that puzzle is a really big deal to younger siblings yeah and so you need to make time mm-hmm. for that and mm-hmm. remember how you felt about those things when you were kids
1: you know another thing too that we we need to talk about with our our college students or our young adults because i mean somebody pointed out well the, a lot of the things you're mentioning here um also apply to adult kids maybe not in college or maybe Graduated from college. Maybe but they're in the
0: military home. or maybe they're working.
1: But, you know, a lot of it, you're still, you have, basically, you have adults coming back into the family for a time. And, you know, it's something that, something we need to consider about this is that there are rules in place in our household with respect to the younger kids. Yes. That, that you know, we recognize that, hey, you are 21 years old and you've got your own life that you've, you're making decisions about okay, that is your life to live, but recognize that in our home, we're trying to engage, we're trying to keep a certain environment for the younger kids, just like we did when you were one of the younger kids.
0: And you turned out pretty good.
1: Right. (laughs) And so so we ask you to follow the house rules, not because thus saith the Lord, because some of these things are just rules for our home, but please respect our home rules, not because you have to obey us, but rather you show the respect and love for us and for our home. And make light.
0: things easier for younger siblings. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, another thing is a lot of times our kids get cynical and smart mouth and sarcastic because they're trying to survive in a very hostile social environment.
1: Well, this is something, and, that, especially with, with guys, I think, especially with yeah, guys, we need to remind them as they're coming home. They may they're be
0: social? the conservative Christian. That everybody laughs at how conservative they are at college but mm-hmm. the raw humor and the biting sarcasm may seem very out of tune at home
1: or the physical you know the physical humor and and, and joking around and stuff like that may be a little bit intense in a yeah. smaller home with small kids or with elderly relatives visiting yes yeah, so i just
0: tell to- can you say
1: can you tone this down recognize you're not in the dormitory we're not criticizing what you do in the dormitory but this is
0: and you are it. an adult we recognize that yeah. but do you mind toning it down a little bit because you're upsetting Aunt Sue or whatever? Right. You know, and and that's okay because the point is relationship. And with every we have gone through this with six kids so far. Mm-hmm. With every one of our kids, it's been a struggle at some time or another. But if mm-hmm. you work through it with respect, with gentleness, with love, giving each other grace you build the kind of relationship that makes them want to keep coming home. And that's and, what we want. And, you you know? Know,
1: and that's a good thing. One call home it.
0: today and mm-hmm. said, mom, we'd like to come Wednesday morning before, before, before Christmas and stay through Christmas. And mm-hmm. I was so excited. You want them to want to come home, but how you handle this mm-hmm. will really impact that.
1: And, you know, being able to have calm and adult level conversations about, expectations and hopes and preferences can be very it can be very helpful and very enlightening because like some things some things that may be just part of your family life just like these things are part of their dormitory life well we've got things in our family life which maybe we need to think about a little differently because like for example we talk a lot about politics and social issues and things like that at home that's a dinner table conversation for us but one of our sons is going to a very liberal college, and he's just being hammered all awesome. the time with all of this this stuff. And he really, for him to relax and to to have the rest that he needs during the breaks, he kind of needs to be to step out of that argumentative world. and And he's asked us. He said, "Can we can we not discuss this right now?" And so, you know, out of love and respect for his needs, we try to moderate some of our habits and discussions, just recognizing that that's a, that's a very reasonable request. And he asked it in love.
0: Just show love to one another. Just to show love to one grace. another. Grace, love and, and grace in and, relationship.
1: And you know, that, that same thing could be just the sort of, it, it could, could you play outside? Cause your, your brother's trying to rest or your brother's trying to finish this paper or yeah. or whatever. Can, can we give him a little bit of space, a little bit of peace here, you know, because if we have these conversations in such a way that to say hey may i request this could would you do this out of consideration not making demands yeah. not being angry or argumentative about it but just say hey can we work out a way to live together for this few days recognizing that the demands on my attention and time and emotions are different now than they used to be yeah you know when we can have those discussions we can build a stronger relationship going forward yes i think as they move into independent adulthood and their own households and all the rest of that. So Mm -hmm.
0: may the Lord give you the patience and the self-control to build a good relationship with your adult kids. And I hope you have a wonderful, Christmas holiday
1: look we want to invite you to come out to our website raisingrealmen.com dot we've got all kinds of things there that are great gifts for either oh, for yeah. the, either for Christmas or for the months ahead with our subscription box craftsman and if crate if
0: you're listening this week click at the top versus holiday sales mm-hmm. we have sales and things we've never put on sale before
1: that would be awesome we would love to have you to have you come out there and do some of your Christmas shopping with us with our small family business It'll,
0: that would it, be awesome it, it keeps this ministry <laughs> going Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas from both of us. Bye-bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at HalandMelanie.com? That's H A L A N D M E L A N I E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash raising real men this program is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical until then thank you and god bless you for listening